Welcome to International Love Story, a podcast about long-distance relationships. This episode is going to be quite emotional, but also honest, because I had the chance to meet Andrea. Andrea is currently living in Peru, and her boyfriend Ansgar is living in Germany, so there are 10,000 kilometers separating them. Andrea and I are going to talk about the struggles while being apart from each other, but also why all the struggle is worth it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to International Love Story, a podcast about long-distance relationship. I have Andrea sitting on the other side we're just doing a zoom call and she's sitting in Peru right now so Andrea is in a long distance relationship with Ansgar Ansgar is currently living in uh, Germany and he is German and yeah Andrea maybe you would like to introduce yourself hello everyone hi Christina thank you for having me today um Yes, as you just said, um, my name is Andrea. I'm currently based in Lima, Peru, North America, for the ones that are familiar with my country. And currently, I'm um, working here, um, like full-time work in home office at the moment. And my boyfriend, he's living in Germany. And, well, we had a little shift in plans on what he was supposed to be doing at the moment. But so he's just like preparing for starting his mastery in the Netherlands in September. And we've been together for almost two years. In September, it's like two years that we are officially dating uh, <laughs> long distance. And, and it's been a, a roller coaster of emotions and, and time together that uh, it has made us grown as persons. And we are trying just to make the best out of it. Um, a little bit more about us. It's like uh, we're very adventurous. We love to hike, travel, being in contact with nature. And that was a thing that also kind of united us at the beginning because we were so into these kind of topics and also like controversial stuff that you might say, yeah, that's not like typical topics you talk on dates or when you meet someone, but it's how, how we develop and what also has helped us to have a, a deeper connection. Um, I think that different from your previous guests, for example, we don't have any, any blog or any like a uh, project working on together on sharing this, but also like how we manage it a bit more personal, but it has us also like with other friends might have been going through the same thing. So kind of like advisors of them. <laughs> when they had the chance or because of these all current situations that especially in my country, most of my friends that were having relationships, they had to become a long distance one for about three or four months because we were in, in complete lockdown and people couldn't go out and meet friends or, or someone else. So it also was like um, trying that from our experience, how can we help them to manage in separate for such a long time? I mean, the story you got to know each other because you said that you do have a deep connection. I mean, we talked um, already a while ago about how you actually met each other, but you somehow had a match as well. In your case, someone matched you 
it wasn't an application yeah. like in our case, but a person was basically choosing you guys um, to spend a little bit time together. And I think that's just a lovely story and it's unique, definitely. So what's your story? How did you guys meet? Yeah, like when I will tell you guys who was the person or institution that matched us, you definitely laugh and not believe like how this is happening because um well two two years ago when we met uh, I was still in university and I was part of a group that was in charge of making activities especially for the exchange students because uh, the university was getting more popular among them so we were doing more activities and programs so they could enjoy their semester abroad in matters like course should they enroll where to leave where to party how to take the bus and that kind of stuff so you can fill out an application on like your interests. What are your hobbies? What languages do you speak? Or what language would you like to, to learn if you have gone on exchange or abroad and stuff like that. So you would file up and you give it to the university department. And then they like receive all the applications also from the exchange students that they were coming. And at the end, they would pair you up with one or two and they were buddies. And so then I was in that group for like two years already. And I always had like uh, preferred to have maybe a female body because mm -hmm. we got along together and I had some nice experience having a, a male body because sometimes they were a bit too intense or, or were looking for something else, not like a merely friendship or whatsoever. So at this time that they gave me back the result and it was kind of life because before you would file and then you see a mail and it's like, this is your person, this is the email, just send an email because that's what the information we were given. Mm -hmm. Not even a number or like a, a blind meeting that they just mix everyone in a room and be like, yeah, you're with him or with her. So this time we went to the office and then they will call you like a mini interview. And the girl was like, yeah, okay, you do this, you like this, and she checked the list. And then she gave me a name and an email, and it was a very peculiar name. So I was like, okay, I hope I don't get it wrong. <laughs> so that day I was like, okay, yeah, a guy. I hope he's not, not like too intense or looking for, for something else. So I sent an email and I was like, yeah, okay, hopefully he replies. And it was like coming a week and you had like the target that your butt replied to you and at least you could meet before classes start. So you can indeed help him with the things that they would need before classes and he was not answering so I was like okay we start with the wrong food he is ignoring me and then I was like okay I'll look for him in Facebook and as he has a really peculiar name it was the first name that popped up and it says yeah at university he studied so it's like okay this matches I will send him a text mm -hmm. And in fact, I didn't even send it because I was too nervous. Like, yeah, maybe he would think that I'm too intense and I'm like just trying to talk to him. And while I was debating myself, because that's a thing I, I think from Latin Americans and Latin could tell that we overthink things way too much or like what would the other would think of us. And he texts first and he was like, hi. And I was like, oh, maybe he knows. So I was like, hi, I'm Andrea. I'm going to be your buddy at university. I sent you an email. I don't know if you got it. And he's like, yeah. And I replied, but I never heard from you again. And I was like, no, I never any email. Super like sure that I did everything right. And then I checked and it was on my spam. Mm -hmm. And it was there sitting for more than a week. So it was a fun story like to meet. And we exchanged numbers. We started talking. He was um, 
currently traveling around South America before arriving to Peru. And then on March, we met. And it was also funny because like I would have the, the thing that Germans were always so punctual and I was a bit little late on time all the time. So that day I was like, yeah, I need to arrive on time to make a good impression. <laughs> and that day he arrived late. He arrived like 20 minutes late and he was like all like quite hungover because he had like a party the day before and it was summer in Peru. So he was with just wearing glasses the whole time and, and he uses glasses like for a living because he can't see very well. And so the whole day he would spend with his sunglasses and even we were talking, like we were walking around the city to show him like from where he's living, how to take the bus. And like, this is like a really uh, nice neighborhood to walk and whatever. So we start like getting a coffee and it is spent, we think I uh, spent like five or six hours talking about everything. Like from the first time on, like that we were just like, yeah, hey. And at the beginning, it wasn't even awkward because to, Personally, when I meet someone, I am a bit like shy and quite hard to open up and, and talk. But in the time, it just like, it flowed. Like the conversation, we talk about everything that, and what I was saying at the beginning, even topics that you would said you don't talk on a date, like, I don't know, football or politics or, I don't know, debates on human rights, whatever. We talk about everything. And and suddenly it was 9 p.m. and I got a call from my mom like, where are you? You left like at noon from here. Like, where are you? And I'm like, oops, like I, I should go. And, and since then, like we started just talking. And at the beginning, we were just like good friends. And it's not until like two or, th or one month before he left because he, he stayed in Peru like six months and that we started dating. So at the beginning, we were just like, very good friends and that that we can just hang with each other and he was also enjoying his exchange and in a lot of matters and what usually change students would just to have fun meet the girls and whatever and but then suddenly at some point it was like yeah we like spending time together and maybe this can be something else but it was like from our two sides it's like he was more sure that it was something and and I also remember like this story about like asking or just assuming that you're dating, but it was like the little steps that then he would ask, or I was just like typically I'm not direct on saying stuff. I try to do a little like testing how how's it going, but at some point I was like, yeah, what is this? What are we like? Is this like for real or the time that you leave? Is that is this over? It was just like an exchange love and. And we are done or what's going on and then we say like no maybe we could figure out how to make it work after i leave mm. and at some point at the beginning it was a bit like complicated because we were both the students i mean i was doing internships because here like you could work and study at the same time so at least i had like some savings that maybe i could use them for for visiting yeah but as you know like in between Lima and and Germany it's more than 10,000 kilometers and and seven or six hours difference so mm -hmm. it's not like yeah as easy I, I take a train or I take a short, uh, plane and, and go to see you it requires more of a plan and thankfully we didn't need it like special visas for me to go into the Schengen space mm -hmm. like luckily Peru did it right and you can just go with like your passport so at least we were like, yeah, maybe we see. But and in his uh, side, he was just studying, and like parents were still like supporting. 
and then you would do an internship. So maybe then like each with our independent money we try to figure out and somehow it worked a little by little just like committing more and putting that effort and it's been two years that we have seen each other four to five times in between our countries mm -hmm. and and it makes it work worth like um a phrase i read long ago it was like that sometimes distance is not for like the the weak or the ones that are too like for the people that are bold and that are kind of like willing to spend little time with their loved ones even if they spend more months apart like the the little time you could spend together it's worth the other time you're just waiting to see them and that's like the phrase we lived for and what we always look for when we are just waiting when's the next time we can see each other mm -hmm. but yeah in short words university was the one that did the match <laughs> this this lady matched you and yeah like we always joke and like if we ever get married or whatever it's like yeah we need to find who yeah. was the, the responsible in doing this match because thanks to her it's like we are here and also like our friends sometimes don't believe us that was the university they always think yeah maybe it was a dating app maybe it was on a party or a friend but it's like mm. no we have proof we have the emails conversation <laughs> like my ignore mails in spam like and, and it started with like seriously my instead of my personal mail was the mail of the university and also him so it was pretty formal communication at the beginning like welcome to experience abroad here you'll have information for the city like like if it was a, a, a really like an advisor on how to live abroad yeah, you should definitely print this out and frame it somewhere once uh, you close the distance that's an absolutely amazing love story really like the first time he taught me that story was like that's <laughs> unbelievable that just a random person somehow matched you and uh, you got in contact um i mean you almost didn't because if you wouldn't have had asked a second time via social media asking him if he actually got your email um you'll never know but you are where you are right now mm -hmm. and you know each other since more than two years you are together then since almost two years now so it's just like it's proof that a long distance relationship can work if both are willing to work on the relationship and this is what you're doing and i guess you struggled a lot as well right what was your what was your biggest struggle in those two years may i ask yeah like for example when also friends ask this it yeah you might be like super insecure or jealous of the people he might meet or the people you he goes out with aren't mm. you like afraid that something might happen because confidence is always like the like the little red flag people have and mm. concerns about a long distance relationship and that's what we also we were so open talking and, and being like yeah i mean if we are committed to this um we should trust because it's the same as having a like a not long distance relationship like the trust and, and personally i was a very i'm a very trusty person not naive but very trusty like if if i'm i'm dating someone and, and that person is like assuring i believe yeah if they betray or something then it's on them but i do my best to believe and be like yeah i mean if we're doing this both are committed and the same to him so more like the challenges were the uncertainty and were like the word to name because 
like we could before have somehow a bit plan or a structure on how our things were going like I was working so I could say okay my vacations will be on this time and we try to plan so the times like match and he said too he had an internship so he would say yeah maybe I in between internships I can go or you can come so we would have like kind of planned but somehow now, because in, in this new context, the, the uncertainty is what is giving us a little bit more struggle than because, um, and also like not addressing the distance topic that directly, like we know there's the distance and we sometimes avoid talking about it because it's like what also makes us realize it's very painful and hard. So we not talk too much on that and focus on how can we close the distance even virtually or, or somehow in other ways? So I think like biggest struggles would be the uncertainty of not knowing when's the next time or, or when's the, the final day that we finally close this distance because mm -hmm. we have plans and we have uh, some kind of structure and how we would like for things to develop and, and kind of like dates for it. But we know that at the end, everything could change in a blink of an eye. So we just have to remain flexible and, and deal with that change of plans because then we've seen that it could make us feel more sad or frustrated mm -hmm. or, or kind of give us like this insecurities that, yeah, maybe this is going to last like for five years apart, 10 years apart, or maybe not. Maybe next year we could close it or in two years. Mm -hmm. So and that's what giving us a heart thing that I think is positive is when one of us is having this little crisis going on like the other can remain calm and to be honest like my case was always the one that was having the crisis or or just like being in a bit of what to happen and and luckily he's been really calm and he can have like a clearer mind and be like yeah calm down figure out options it's not like the end of the world we can do it we've mm -hmm. been doing it for so long so if we can do it, we could do it there, we can do it now. Like mm -hmm. if we have made it work so good so far, it, yeah, we can keep doing it. I mean, we're sure at the beginning if it was going to work that well and turns out it did. But we go step by step and, and learning also more about ourselves because I think also like one of the keys or on how we made it work it was just trying to open up and and get to know each other better because even when we would say yeah we just spend I don't know two weeks in between months together and then we have also our time to do stuff like luckily we could be friends before we start officially dating so kind of like we develop on the relationship I, I think it also like was different that have been maybe just like meeting and then he leaving soon so him I'm in in Peru was also nice to have activities in Canada do like our time like normal couples that they, maybe they first meet and then start dating for a bit and then maybe they do the step of dating unless we start dating just the day before he returned to Germany so mm. mostly the beginning of the relationship was long distance and we were like yeah what to expect about, about this is it real um is, is is it true that we are um going to see each other soon or maybe it was just a promise of yeah i mean we're still dating and, and we see and and it's like that 
but from his side and what made me a lot of, of security was that like yeah, this is working like yeah i'm going to to go so to give me confidence that yeah okay i mean you don't do this kind of commitments for anyone if and if it was a joke you weren't too invested because it's not also like you're investing your emotions and feelings but also it's an investment and what i talk and it's kind of horrible to say like investment but in fact it is because you're putting for example your vacation time dedicated that you would rather i don't know just chill in bed or travel or or arrange to meet with with your person and also money wise that you have to mm -hmm. to save and your priorities in investing stuff or spending money on yourself or whatever you wanted and like last episode of nana and Imola, they also said that that you would see okay if i buy this stuff or spend money on this yeah it's less for my visit or it's less for the time he comes so then you realize that yeah something serious because you wouldn't cross an ocean for a person if you weren't like pretty sure of what you feel and and if you are on the same page of it mm. So you guys have definitely very open communication and you talk about everything about how you're feeling. Because um, what I felt like I was in a situation like you are right now, I think I struggled more than Nacho did. Nacho was always the confident part. Same. And there were days, <laughs> like there were weeks even, I was just crying. I was crying my eyes off. So I was able to go to work. I was able to function when I was surrounded by people, but as soon as I was home alone in bed, I would just overthink it. And I would just think, Hey, what if, are we going to be able? And of course you ask yourself the question at some point, when are you going to be able to close the distance? Because that's the goal on the long run, definitely. But also meanwhile, is it going to work? And, um, also in the beginning, maybe, is the other part like is my partner taking it as serious as i am taking it but after a while and um, it takes a few months you see that it works it definitely works better if you have like little goals in between you don't have those little goals right now because of covid 19 um which is yeah. an extra huge package you have to deal with right now and i can't say that often enough because we know how difficult it can be and that not everything is bright and like you would say in German uh, you're not seeing everything through pink glasses I learned that phrase from yeah. Anska, yeah? I've, I've heard it. so there are times and times and you have good days and you have bad days uh, just depends on how you're dealing with it and depends on of course if your partner in that moment in the moment you have a bad day or you struggle if he's able to deal with you because he also needs to need to accept you in your good moods but also in your bad moods and um... yeah exactly and as you just said like i think also from our side i was i am still the one struggles more than him or maybe that shows it more because as i said before for me i was very reserved with my things like if i was feeling sad or something no need to know because my thing i can figure out But with him, I learned that I need to show it because he's not a magician. But sometimes I think yeah. he is because he realizes when I'm sad or mad, just by the way I reply or even what emojis I use. Mm. When you would say like maybe other people wouldn't notice. But it's also like hard when those mini crises come and you overthink. And especially now, because as you said, not like the, the lockdowns and this whole new situation 
also brings tons of challenges because you don't even also have the worrying of when are you seeing your person next time. I think I'm getting a bit emotional. No, it's all <laughs> um, good. It's but, all good. <laughs> but also, like, um, what's going on with the world and what's going on with the family or work or whatever. Like, luckily, from my side, my family, my work, everything is fine. So that's less pressure on me to worry on. But then it's like, okay, when are we seeing next? And sometimes also the time difference plays as a, a, like a bad spot because it's like, okay, I'm having this crisis or whatever. And I would like to talk, but he's sleeping right? or he's doing something else. So at the moment he can't be. So I just try to like, okay, manage the, the better I can until we can talk and then he can help. And always be like, as you said, more calm and peaceful and makes me be more logic because I think sometimes I rule myself by emotions when he's a bit more rational mm-hmm. and also makes me wonder, okay, maybe I'm just making a big of a deal of this when it shouldn't be like that. So he kind of helps me and I think he deals very well with my mood swings and stuff because we also we didn't have any like strong fights until now or if we did we were like in person so it was easier to like work on it but the one or two we had while being in distance it's not like yeah I can throw my phone and I reply tomorrow because (laughs) I'm done talking so it also helped us like to address the the situations different like he taught me ways on how to deal and it was also fun because like for example I used to have previous relationship but on his case it was like the first serious ones as he called the first he would introduce to his parents for because mm-hmm. before he would go out with people and no one knew who who he was dating at the moment mm-hmm. so I think like yeah also uh, a good development and, and what it meant for him and and for me but yeah, like, especially now, I think the, the struggles we have are more. And sometimes we just write letters when we don't want to talk directly. Like we would send like real actual letters, mm-hmm. but mail is not working properly now. So like in email, and it's like when we talk via email, sometimes it's just something too deep or, or like a fear we have and that we are a bit like not ashamed, but not feeling comfortable talking out loud of it. But with writing, we also helped like to address some issues we had. And then even on the letters was like, yeah, shall we talk about this or this dies with the letters? And sometimes it's like, yeah, I mean, this is where to talk a bit more on person and not having the constraint of my brain things faster than my hands. And, or it's just a topic that, yeah, we took it out of the chest and it was nice to express it on paper and that the other person off but then it's done and and it was nice to see that some we were struggling with the same things that before I was like yeah maybe I'm just the only one worrying or the only one not having clue the only one being scared that maybe situations make our relationship fail because I'm apart or whatever but um at the end it was like yeah no I'm feeling the same maybe not express that with the same word but the same concerns so, okay, if we are both feeling this, how can we work on, on improve it? Mm. What can we do to not make it feel like less? Because one of the biggest fears we had is, yeah, I mean, it's the first time we are away from that long. Mm. It's like seven months almost more than we haven't seen each other. And it was the longest in our streak that we were managing visits each three months or four, like before this, 
um, we saw each other for Christmas and it was five months and it felt like eternity those five months because we were managing less amounts of time. So we finally did the five months. It was okay. We made it. So we are stronger after this time. And in that visit it was just great. And, and the time we had was great. And also how I met, because um, from all the goodbyes, you could say, yeah, it gets easier with every goodbye because you're used to, yeah, I'm seeing you bye and I see you in, in some months. And as you said, I would also cry like for the last days that we were together instead of being like spending time or whatever I was just sad and not talking mm -hmm. and be like yeah this is going to be over and why does it have to be over no and and in this time it also hit more because like hit less days I was like not crying that much or that many days but the day that when he left me on the airport and it was terrible because I was just like flooded with emotions and I don't know how but how deep inside I felt that the apart time was going to be long and it turns out that in fact it was longer and I think that if we are positive on when the next time we see each other it will be after a year mm -hmm. so for this Christmas like if things improve in between my country especially because I think it's more complicated than Europe now it would be Christmas. If not, then we need to see what can we do. So Christmas, it will be one year. Yeah. Normally we swift. One time I go, one time he comes on the visit. Mm -hmm. Last Christmas was my, my time to go. And now I met like the full family and, and like his child house and childhood friends. And, and it was nice because from my side, already met like my whole family and my friends and because when he was living in Munich and then he moved to like the parents uh, for the holidays so we get to meet just some of the groups but now I think we almost met the most important people in each other's lives so then he was supposed to come in April mm -hmm. and stay a bit more than a month and also spend his birthday here and we had like plans where to go and and but it got like canceled. Then I should have gone now, like in July, August, because his brother was getting married, mm -hmm. and and they were like invited me, so I was like, yeah, it would be nice to go to to the wedding. And I've never been to Europe in in summer, so it would be interesting to see this. But also like one, the wedding got like postponed to next year, and and situation is as it is now. And so he starts the master in September and that would also like make us replan how are the visits going to be because now he's back to school. He would have like focus on, on the thesis, on whatever he's doing. Also, he will not be working at the time. So it's also like, okay, maybe then I'm the one that should visit because I would have like more resources to do so. And also to check, yeah, if, if you have vacations from, from the master or how we're going to manage or maybe it doesn't matter if, if you have free time or not, because sometimes when he have come, I couldn't ask for holidays at work. He was just meeting friends or just chilling in, in the city. And then when I would leave work, we would just spend the time together, which was better than not spending time together at all. Because also like just by sharing the same space, doing nothing, it means more than maybe being on 
on a vacation or on a trip because you learn also like to value those little moments when you're just with that person and not just seeing them through a screen. Mm. So when the flight got actually canceled for April, so when you learned that it's going to take a while until you see each other, may I ask how you felt and how you reacted? We, I was kind of like expecting that it got canceled or how the situation was developing here. But I didn't think it was going to be that like at first, he was just positive or what he shows at least to remain strength for me, because I'm pretty sure that if he knew that he was like breaking down and be like, yeah, I'm also super scared and I was breaking down, then we would both be like collapse and not getting any, any like good outcome or solution to how to deal with it. And, and then he was always saying, yeah, but as soon as there's a, a plane available, I'll jump on the plane and visit. And, and it was nice hearing him say that, but at the same time, it was like, yeah, but maybe it's not safe for you to do that. Mm -hmm. Because here, like they were making compulsory dual quarantine in a, in a hotel for 14 days. So imagine if the visit was for 14 days, he would have been there and I wouldn't be able to see it because they went to special places to do the quarantine. And then the months kept passing and it's still not clear. And that's also what makes us be like, yeah, I mean, if this whole time would make us feel any less of what we currently feel about each other, because something that many people would know and wonder how you do it, it's like the lack of physical contact you might have with your partner, mm. like even like a kiss, a touch or whatever. But it also depends on like, what love language you has and maybe like with words of reassurance you feel complete and fine but it's also like so long and it's like memory is a bit fragile also it's like that was a, a thing we were talking not so long ago when we had one of these letter exchange then how given the many months apart like you start kind of forgetting how it feels how it feels like to be hugged by them to be kissed by them mm -hmm. Or just like how sure you would feel next to that person. So that's what it gave us a bit more um, hard time to be like, yeah, I mean, I hope we don't feel any less than, than before, than when we see each other. So what can we do in order to, to not feel that way? And we always try to see it in, with the pink sunglasses on the right side. And, and for example, a thing that before used to have um, just our weekly video calls because we were working or studying or whatever. And that fit for us. It would just know either Saturday or Sunday, we work half the day, the whole day, or just having them as background when we do it something else mm -hmm. to catch up like more on, on how we did on the week because regularly we would just text or with voice messages. But now because I'm doing home office and he's also at home just studying, like preparing, we can be part of the other's life more. Like it's very unusual for that we could call anytime because I'm more flexible with my work that if I don't have a meeting, I can just put him on the screen and while I'm working, we can just talk or while he's cooking on this scene or, or watch movies together or whatever. That Some things that we didn't do as much before because we, didn't feel like we needed to 
but now it's part of our routine and it's what helped us feel closer. Like now I think we are more involved in the other's life than we would be before. Like he was just maybe blocks away doing the same activities as I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So it also kind of feel like we were more close even when it was not true in reality. Mm -hmm. And and how um, we could keep managing this because I'm pretty, like I always say, yeah, we shouldn't get that used to it because when you go back to university, then we won't be able to have this intensity of all sorts of activities that we do before. No, I know he understands that in my case, it might be a bit more complicated because for example, in Europe, and now the reason also why he couldn't join was he was having like a little camping with some friends outside Germany or in the forest, I don't know. And that is quite really normal for him at the moment. The only like difference is, well, now they have to wear masks, be careful with the family and stuff and, and not being able to travel. But in my case, it's like we're in like optional quarantine. And as I live with older people, I should be more so I'm not even seeing my friend. I can go out. Mm. Um, I'm just home. Mm. I just go to the park with my dog and that's it. So he also understands that the stress and, and emotional um, exhaustment that I might have, everything, it's way um, harder because I don't have like activities to entertain myself because that's what we also did and, and what worked for us was to keep in ourselves busy. Yeah. So we we could have less time to miss and less time to overthink. But now it's like, yeah, yeah, because that's, as you said, no, the, the empty time, empty spaces where, where you have nothing and you're just you know, laying in your bed with everything dark and it's when the thoughts come and something overwhelm you. But, and now it's like, yeah, I try my best to like study. Well, my, I study German and I work and I do exercise and play with the family, but I still have a lot of time left to nothing and it's when all the concerns come back to you mm. and it's like how well you as, as your own person can deal with them or with the support of your partner that you can avoid thinking that and always looking like what are you holding on to next to because before what gave us the strength was the date yeah the count that we had and yeah it's less days to see each other but now it's be patient and wait at how this helps see when's the the next time yeah the, the thoughts in general they can be quite intense what i always valued is as i said before so nacho basically also supported me when having bad times and there were a few really bad times i had to be honest i think what's important is just basically that you stay strong for each other i can only imagine that he most probably is feeling the same. So he might struggle as well. Of course, he has time not to think about it as intense as you are doing it right now, because uh, we in Germany here, we are not in lockdown. So slowly life is going back to a normal, a new normal, but that he is your solid shoulder so that he's the one you can basically tell everything you can communicate everything to and um, that he's a supportive person and he seems to be a very very lovely person who understands you very well if i may say so and i'm sure that because it seems like he has enough strength for the both of you and times where you are weak 
And that's, that's also important because you don't always have to be strong. So you can show your emotions. You can even um, overthink things. You can even have the thoughts. And I mean, those are horrible thoughts thinking this is not going to work out, but just allow yourself to think about all this. And then in the same time or at, at a specific moment, or maybe even just a few minutes later, um, you'll feel better and your thoughts will change as well. It's, it's really like a roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, but in the end, you focus on what's important and you know what's important and you do that. And then it's going to work out. And I can, as I said before, I can only imagine how difficult it is not knowing when you're going to see each other again. But it sounds stupid, maybe, but just stay strong and focus on the goal you have in your relationship and allow yourself to feel weak and allow yourself to feel down and allow yourself to, to have a cry. And you can be sad for several days, even no one has to understand. And most probably no one else will understand because no one is in a situation like you are right now. And you know yourself best. But as long as you do have someone who's supporting you, it doesn't matter after all. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's the, the little things, as you said, just a word of, yeah, I'm here for you or I'm listening on, yeah, I'm on, on, on the same page that it's like, okay, then I shouldn't be that, that worried because everything will work out at the end. And, and as you said, we always find a solution to everything. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm like having these thoughts or being a bit insecure or, or doubting about stuff, at the end, somehow it works. Exactly. Like sometimes we do, of course, stuff in order to make it work or sometimes just it happens. And that also it's like what he said that maybe it was just meant to be and, and it's going to happen sooner or later. Maybe now we know that our cha times change it and the plan we had changed and that being so structured at the end it's like kind of for nothing because everything can change mm -hmm. but it's how how we manage and and wait and also that made us realize that yeah maybe we could have a, a clearer structure now that use this time to to plan what's coming next like when's our next move how are we like closing it and sometimes like what we talked also like last time was that our plans like alone kind of also match when what we want to do together. So it's like more effort and more like energy that you could keep moving on your plans. It's not like one is having to sacrifice their dreams in order to make it happen. Because yeah, we understand that we have to make commitments for the other and that in like our case, and I think it was at the beginning, one of the things that cost us a bit more to understand was this, that it's not as easy as, yeah, grab your suitcase, come and move here with me. Because also like culturally talking, it's it's very different. Like for example, him, or I think, correct me if I'm wrong, in general in Europe, like people when they go to study, they study in the university or they do an house building or whatever, they sometimes move from home and they start living independently when they are what, 18, 19, and mm -hmm. then they do like their lives here in, in Latin America and that you could tell you that the story is different, that sometimes you could be even 30, 40 married and still living in your parents' house. And it's super weird if you are young and you move 
only if you're going to another city, it happens that you move out from your parents. So he wouldn't understand at the beginning, like how I would not just go and visit. Like, yeah, I mean, you're working, you can just leave. And it's like, no, I have a mom, but it's a bit strict. So I have to, to ask and, and check. I mean, she would, of course, not be like, yeah, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, she trusts me and, and she and she knows him. And, and now, like, my family also adores him. And But it's not that, yeah, I can just stay there forever and look for a job. And even when I might be qualified, it's not that, yeah, someone would hire me. It's not as mm-hmm. easy, like... And, and you you personally know for what you've been through that, like with immigration and visas and to have everything in order, it's a long, long process mm-hmm. or at least very, very stressful. And I've also been seeing that it's, if for, if I go to work first, I need to find a job, but who's hiring me if I'm still here? Mm-hmm. Like I should be some already abroad. So it's okay, it's easier like to get the paper. And, or no, if I go to study, yeah, but if I go to study, I need to take a lot of exams because like my education, even it was a good education, they need to be tested and proved that it was good so I can get in university. So I take, need to take extra tests, extra preparation, extra also investment because they, the fees for it, like European Union countries and for foreigners, it's like a lot of difference in between them so it's also yeah i need to save up in order to pay then security um things that you need to pay to the embassy like a fee so they can give me the money back so it's a lot of things that it can't just happen now and that's what he had a hard time in understanding and that was also why i was sometimes overthinking because it was like it's not that easy i mean if it was as easy as as you think it is then of course i would have gone long time ago because it was also on my plans mm-hmm. to study abroad or to work abroad because like I studied international business so I somehow always wanted to to try and, and work abroad so it's not a, as easy so now it's like yeah I mean it's not easy but we can make time and, and use this like death time mm-hmm. as we call it now to work on it and try to to advance paperwork or stuff that we could we can in order to to have it clearer in in the future or, or what's coming next if i'm going to also study a master okay now i'm checking which program what do i need to take what can i study now like we're also languages like maybe i don't even study in germany but i'm learning german mm-hmm. because it was before meeting him i was interested in that language so i was just duolingo stuff just for playing because i also went on a university trip there so I needed vocabulary but now it became serious because for example when I met the family they could speak English except for the mom and the sister a bit so I was on A1 I think at that time A2 so it was also hard to try to communicate because they were trying English for me but they was like no I feel bad because then the mom and sister are left out of the conversation and I'm at their place so no no just leave me out and if I understand good and if not you help me and also him Spanish because like in my family only my dad could speak it so when they would talk it was fine but with my mom and my mom they would have to speak very slow in order for him to get words so now also like we have a challenge that who reaches the highest level in each other's language, like 
we had our debt like in July, but I think we will extend it because there's no way to prove it yet. And, and it also keep us like company, like what are you learning? Not also, only the, like relying on English as a way of communication because sometimes English doesn't have enough words. Like in Spanish, for one English word, we have five different words. So we were also short on how to express it, but now it's easier because we can mix three languages and somehow it's our little own language that we can, we can express ourselves better because also we could have before some miscommunication issues because of English, because how I interpret that word and what meaning it has for him. So we were like, yeah, what are you saying? And then when we try to like give a bit more of explaining, then it was, ah, okay, you meant this. Mm. So, okay, okay, then, then we are good. We're on the same page. When before it would have been, yeah, yeah, no, this makes no sense for me. Yeah, this is also quite funny that you're saying that because we do the same over here. So we speak in three languages. His German is better than my Spanish, to be honest. And we still struggle. So, I mean, English is not my mother tongue. Spanish is neither my mother tongue. You still get frustrated, um, even though we know each other since five years already. But yeah, you also see that you're improving a lot, your communication. So in a few years... I know for sure that I'll be fluent in Spanish, she will be fluent in German, and then we have English as well. So we have a lot of channels, crossing fingers, exactly, um, to communicate <laughs> via. Yeah, I'm just glad that you do have somehow the same, let me say, issues. I mean, it's not really an issue, but it can be quite frustrating Especially in the beginning when you try to explain something and you see by the look already that the other person is not really understanding what you're trying to say right now. <laughs> and then you get impatient and you'll be like, what happens to me still is that I would just stop talking. I would, I would leave the room and just stop talking. And then five minutes later, I would try again. So this is how it works over here. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good tip. I might use it. Because sometimes it's like, yeah, like, I don't get it. And I, I, I try German. I try translator and it's like, yeah, maybe he understands. But then the translator just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, it makes no sense. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, sorry, I don't know how to say it. And sometimes we also realize that when, for example, he didn't have a word and I'm like, yeah, just say it. In. Maybe I understand and I don't understand anything. So I'm like, no good try <laughs> or sometimes the word sounds similar in Spanish so it's like yeah maybe it means this and he's like yeah maybe okay we can use it and see until we start like learning and, and discovering a bit more on how to make it work better because we know like as you said maybe it years pass and we still have the this little struggle with language that I'm pretty sure with maybe never because it's not as you said the, our mother tongues not even like for me English, for him English, and then just German and Spanish, which is both are pretty complicated languages. Mm -hmm. So it is hard on, on that sense to be like perfect mastering the communication. And I use German. When he talks to me, I don't understand <laughs> at all. <laughs> But you'll get there. It's a matter of time. And as I said, we still struggle as well. It's like, yeah, you're way too, we are more difficult Yeah, than my audiobooks from, from the classes. Like, there I am perfect. But when you talk to me, I don't understand anything. What type of German is this? Uh, he has a Bavarian accent, right? 
does he? No, because he he was born like morning near Cologne, in North Westphalia. But he, also his family told me that he's not a good German teacher because he pronounces weird. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and says that I sound cute. And I'm like, I'm not supposed to sound cute. I just want to be understood. <laughs> Take me serious. <laughs> Yeah, take me serious. This language is serious. You should not be oh, like, yeah. oh, every time I do a sentence. <laughs> also on the visits, I was like, yeah, I need to practice. So if we go out somewhere, I would order and some I would talk too fast. And once the cashier, the, like the yeah, waitress, <laughs> she she would be like, Can you slow down? I couldn't understand. And I was like, but why? I'm speaking German, but maybe <laughs> just like too fast that was something else. No, and he was like, Oh, you're so good, or when say and they will talk in English to me and I'm like but I'm trying German like why don't you let me try <laughs> the way they would they just try to to like make me understand yeah. better yeah. but I think it's as you said a matter of time and if, and if you have then the time to to go to Argentina and stay there for longer I think you could also somehow learn your let yourself be understood just with words we might understand yeah. that we'll see it's next year most probably in summer or autumn we'll go to argentina for a couple of years but that's another topic <laughs> so um you do have plans of living in germany then because i mean you're learning german to communicate with um his parents for example so on the long run you're planning to live in germany or anywhere else in Europe? What's what? What are your future plans? Yeah, we had the first thought that he he was at first being like, yeah, I can go to Peru, and I'm like, no, 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 no. don't come, <laughs> just wait there, because like, I mean, for the situation, and somehow I think it would be better if we like move, because it also like happened to be one of my personal goals that I wanted to leave abroad, mm -hmm. anywhere, doesn't matter where, but abroad, at least for some years. We see maybe I don't like it, and I want to come back to my country. Mm -hmm. Who knows but the thing is that at the beginning yes there and and well he would have more flexibility on the where because it's i think more flexible to just move around europe for europeans but in my case was whatever happens first is i get to to get a job because i know it's possible i have friends that they have now they're living in austria germany the netherlands because they found jobs and their visa process work And then he would be more flexible to come near where I would be or by studying. And like in the place, he will be studying in the Netherlands. That was also one of my countries of options, the Netherlands and or Germany, because then I would be, okay, a plus with the language. So it's just see like what happens first, like for me and where, and it's like, at least for us in the medium run, It would be a great improvement if we didn't have to take a plane in order to visit each other. I mean, we could maybe still be apart for some hours or cities apart, but it would be a great improvement. Just not wait months, but maybe do it once a month, twice a month, three times a month, or each week. Mm. That that for us would be just like the greatest improvement we could do at this moment because of how we see also like what personally each of us wants to do because. Like, even if we should, like, pressure that time, we also take it slow because we are still quite young and figuring out what are we doing in the long run with our lives. Like, we just graduated not long ago from our bachelor, so we are just figuring out what are we going to do as 
grown-ups. Mm. <laughs> so we try to to take it like a slow. So our first goal for now is trying to close it at least on the same continent. It would be perfect and I'm pretty sure that it works somehow that we are even in the same country because in his side he would he would be okay with adapting to where like it depends on me because he knows it's more complicated for me to move from one place to another. It's not that easy because like even for visa things they would give it me for one country. It's not that I can just go around and, and see what happens. No, but um so that's the thing, not to see what happens and then of course in the way it develops then at least by being there I think it would be easier than just to find a, a city together or a country with maybe it's not Germany, maybe it's some some other mm -hmm. country we, we still don't know. But it's the fact that we still have those additional tools that might help us to to get there. And then well in the in more years than then of course like move together and see what else happens yeah maybe marriage family kids who knows <laughs> and first pets we want pets and and how how it all develops because for at the beginning also what happened is was that we were so pressured and see yeah what it's going to be like but at the end by enjoying how everything develops and and even when from the two years when you sum up the months that we have specifically being together it's not even like the third part but it feels like more stronger and deeper than anything before like people sometimes don't understand or they would be like yeah like why why are you doing this on or as as like nana and like people are like yeah you're still together and, and and that stuff when they it's like yeah you shouldn't ask or you'd be like surprised that yeah it's working and how you do it and and of course it's not a thing for for anyone because some some of my friends even said like you're crazy like I have no clue of if I was in your situation that if I would manage but somehow it fits and as the same thing I was saying at, at the beginning of our conversation that sometimes you know when something is worth and, and even this little time you have with this person it's worth the thousand minutes that you're not together because you know and you value this person mm -hmm. and, and what you feel and what you experience them, even if you're not together the whole time. Like being in love with someone doesn't mean that maybe you have to be 24 seven with the person, but the, the times you have even through screen or face to face, they, they have a, a different meaning and, and they feel more real than maybe some other things and some similar type of connections people might have. Yeah, otherwise you wouldn't do it. It's not like, Hey, I'm choosing someone who's like 10,000 kilometers away because I'm so looking forward to have a long distance relationship. Yeah. So. The most fun in the world. Like everyone should try it. No, of course <laughs> it's not. not it's something that, yeah, it's not fun. It's worth, yes, but it's not fun. No. Mm -hmm. But it's, 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 you know, like you're, you know what, what you're committing by accepting being on this. Like you, you, might not understand fully what what is but you discover it on the way and then you realize that yeah you're willing to do all these commitments all these sacrifices all this uh suffering and, and pain that you get in exchange for very lovely moments when you're finally together mm -hmm. so it's a it's a thing that you master little by little day by day mm -hmm. because it, it doesn't get easier 
it, it doesn't matter how how much time passes but it's the same feeling that you have when you are away mm. yeah even though if one day you'll be able to close the distance and you will be able um it's still not easy definitely not it's you still have to deal with paperwork um communication is still a big thing um as i said before we are still improving day by day and we're still working on the relationship i honestly never have a thought um in between that we will come that far in our relationships and not just in mine um as we are right now um i had a lot of downs um similar to the way you're feeling right now especially but reviewing all this if someone would ask me for example would you do it again definitely always a huge fat yes i would do it again for sure um because not only is it worth it you learn a lot about yourself about your personality um and then on top like the sherry on the cake having someone who is so supportive and you can rely on and no matter what um, because you've been through stuff already so you don't have to prove anything anymore it's like it's a true honest open relationship you're having and this is so much worth and if there are people asking stupid questions or um I don't know, wondering how you're handling all this or um, basically not understanding at all why you're dealing with all this. I can only give the advice, like, of course, those people, they just don't know because they've never been dealing with, with a situation like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you do have a goal. Your goal is, of course... First of all, living uh, on the same continent, being <laughs> realistic, realistic, yeah, and then figuring it out because, as you said, you're still young. You are open-minded towards everything that's going to come in future, and of course, you have your profession. You're thinking about studying. Um, what's important for you? It seems like that you are still independent, um, no matter where you're living. That you're still working or having your own income and those are also things that are very important and um, especially on the long run when living together with someone because of course you will love to live together but then again you are two individuals as well with needs you have and everything else like maybe you can understand what i'm trying to say with that and yeah. um, it seems like you are actually doing the balance and you do the balance and that's important and um, this is why I'm also so sure that this year you're going to see each other again hopefully during Christmas fingers are crossed but so far it looks yeah. quite good I think right when is Paul going to open the borders again you don't know yet right we don't know yet supposedly September October but then we see if it's like good that I um, might go because I mean, as you said, you know, with the thing of living together, it's different just that leaving for two weeks on vacation. Vacation mode, it's always nice. Mm. But, you know, 
daily living after work or everything, doing their stuff and just showing like it might be a different story. But yeah, to see that maybe I should go because my life would be like more open there, but we see what restrictions they have. Well, last time we talked about some visas that some countries are issuing for this like long distance relationships. And for example, Germany hasn't said anything yet, but uh, Czech Republic, Austria, the Netherlands, they are trying to kind of help people in our situation reunite. Mm-hmm. But we need to wait. Um, what are the specific requirements? Because then said like at first they said yeah, just three months of relationship. But the thing is, yeah, how do you prove it to like the the official officials? So it's like yeah, like um, the proofs of that you visit, maybe I don't know pictures or stuff that you have done, and also to who applies. Because we said yeah, maybe that's a, a possible solution if Peru keeps being banned, because so so far I think for the whole Europe, the only country that is not banned from South America is Uruguay. Mm-hmm. But then the rest, we are still banned. And I think Peru will be the last on being unbanned because we are still in the top five with this crisis. Like we never are in any top five, but especially to this, <laughs> we had to be. That's what I don't like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe check if it works because he will be studying in the Netherlands. He will be registered there and he already lived there when he studied his bachelor. So maybe they count him as resident and that could give us like a little door that I could maybe go through the Netherlands mm-hmm. each other. If not, we just need to keep waiting and see how it develops. And, and that's like balance thing. I think it's a good thing we had. Because as we always joke, like together we make one normal person. Like we are very similar and also different in so many senses. But the compliment we have among us, it's it's really nice. And I think that's also what has helped us to to cope well in our own matters. So like these little things that also push you a bit up when you need it. So when having this mini breakdowns or something, just treasuring the the pictures or the videos we recorded together it's like what keeps us moving okay life was great in this time and of course we need to wait so we have it for a longer time and that's what also keeps us pushing for the future and to have these kind of realistic goals because also what what we were told is like yeah so the goal is that you move in together as soon as you can Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah no we go little by little if that we could do it first and great but if not at least we have it continent that would be a great thing (laughs) then we check same country maybe same city and then same street same house and how it develops so we take it like that (laughs) okay thank you so much andrea for your time um it's just christina for having me here yeah of course (laughs) and i really enjoyed our little uh girls talk um especially also talking about emotions and feelings a lot about up and downs that it's not all about the pink glasses and uh, that it's okay to struggle as long as you struggle together and as long as you have an open conversation it's totally fine it's nothing to be ashamed of And yeah, thank you for being so open-minded and for helping others in long-distance relationships. 
um, to basically have some advice to feel like they're not alone in their situation with what they're currently dealing with, especially. Yeah, thank you. And and yes, uh, I think our conversation was a little raw. You could see that I was tearing up from the time because of how overwhelming and how also that you would understand because sometimes talking with people that haven't through it, it's, I mean, good, they listen, but they don't fully understand what it's like mm -hmm. and, and they wouldn't be able to put on your shoes and be like, yeah, I mean, you could do this or this could help because they haven't lived it. I think a lot of people could like feel the same way that we did and kind of may open themselves up or just like wanted someone to, to talk and that they would understand. So as you said, it's, it's good to feel vulnerable sometimes and to let them know, especially when we are so apart that you need that that help from your person and, and that the person will be there to support you by listening, but just telling you to calm down even when if that, that doesn't calm you <laughs> and that you are struggling together to, to feel better and make it work. Because at the end, the goal is that you can both be comfortable and happy with each other in the good and the bad and everywhere. Yeah, that's so true. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As you most probably already know, it's a roller coaster ride of emotions, um, being in a long distance relationship. In the end, it's totally worth it. Um, it's not always wearing pink colored glasses and it's totally fine to be emotional and it's also totally fine to struggle as long as you have your significant other um, basically supporting you and being there and struggle with you um, there's basically nothing um, you can't overcome so yeah and if you're not following us yet follow us on facebook and or Instagram, it's International Love Story. And we would be more than happy to feature your story as well. So just contact us and have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care.